And we are live. Hey, Instagram, how are you? Hey, everyone. Hey, everybody on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Rumble, and on Instagram. This is the What Would You Do show with myself, Jeff, and the wonderful, beautiful Joe L. Let me make sure we look at both cameras here. I feel like this should almost be behind your... It's happening. There's oh, a side right. there. Yeah. Um, I mean, it could be. I oh, my God. I'm not talking into my mic. Sorry, everyone. I haven't had this set up in a while. Okay. You all set? Uh, this is a Q&A show, and um, a lot of people out there are struggling with their dogs. Just a lot of people. A lot. It means endless, the amount of emails, messages, comments that we get. People are just struggling so much. And I started this show 16 years ago because people are struggling, and I'm still doing it. Probably the longest-running dog training show, podcast, I mean, that there is. 16 years. It's a long time. Definitely been a minute. Yeah. Seen a lot of people come and go. Always been consistent. And everyone is still struggling. And I want you to know you don't need to struggle. Number one, we've got great courses. In fact, Joel will go through some of those to dramatically help you. That's what I wish folks understood. Like people go years, years and years and years struggling with behavioral issues. It can honestly be solved in um, a day. Easily. In a day. Yep. I mean, you even said, Joelle, Joelle just came back from New England, and she has a wonderful, wonderful family. Um, and her sister is ready to give birth. And even one of your sister's um, dogs, or their little dogs, and um, were just jumping up there. Mm-hmm. It's like on her belly. It's like, even it's like that can be stopped, stopped in three seconds. Yeah. You can literally stop that in three seconds. Meanwhile, it, it, like, well, there's three family dogs, like you know, I mean, her, like her family's dog. We have a policy, like you let family out. They, they can get our free videos, and they can hire a hire a trainer. And they're not interested in. It's the worst thing to do is help your own family. A lot of stuff, um, you know. A lot of doctors don't actually surgeons don't perform surgery on their family members. Mm. Uh, it's it's, it's common. Kind of, um, so. What you'll do is you'll type in your question, Joel will read it, and I'll answer it. A lot of these questions need some pretty extensive answers. Unfortunately, we don't have time to give you extensive answers, but we'll at least we'll get you on the, on the road to success. Everything that I say, we've been successful with, or else I wouldn't say it. And not just successful with it one or two times, but successful with it um, sometimes thousands of times. Um there's more to it than that. We're just laughing because don't understand Wes it. literally is taking over Texas. I don't water bowl. understand it. He has his own reverse osmosis bowl of water, purified, ice cubes added, and he drinks out of Texas like backwash water bowl. It's really funny because I, I, don't I remember when I would um, move, like when Wes would come inside. Um, from like a run or something back when it was in summer. And I would just like, come here, Wes, drink your water. And you'd be like, I know it's been sitting there for a couple of hours. You need to put fresh water in there. Jeff. Right. This is like when we first moved into the house. And I'm like, oh, okay. I would go through this lengthy procedure. And now we've got to filter water. So we have got to give him the filtered water stuff. Meanwhile, here he is. Going over to Texas water bowl, which is nasty tap water. It's, it's not nasty tap water. I make my I change my dog's water. No, I mean, tap water in general. I don't go near that. Right. What I'm saying though is this is like really funny. It's like it's not this any special water, oh. and it definitely sits there like 
I definitely don't change it every day. I probably change it every other day. But um, it's really, really funny. It's like, well, there goes that theory, Joel. He'll, like, he'll drink water. Out of he, anywhere. he does. He drinks more of that water than he does the other water. So anyway, um, we offer some great outline courses. We offer board and train. We're right down here in Florida. I was up in New England for um, almost 20 years, and now we're down in Florida. Um, the Sarasota Brainston area where we do board and train. So if you um, want to bring your dog down here, we'll, we'll definitely straighten things out for you. And I do a lot of one-on-one online consults. But then we have a lot of free material, though, free material, which is very helpful for lots and lots of people. And now we have Q&A shows. Not now, it's just starting now. Like We have these Q&A shows, which can dramatically help people. Normally, we're on Wednesdays and Fridays. We've been throwing in some Mondays, though. We've been throwing yeah. in some Mondays. Um, so let's get right to the questions. Let's see what people have to um, ask. Um, Abby says, hi, all. Hey, Abby, how are you? Denise says, hi, Jeff, as well. Hey, what's going on? That's it right now. Are Guys, you serious? Ask your questions. Wow. Are... I think we surprised everyone because it's a Monday night. Right, right. And it's a weird time. All right. King talks. Hi, how do I get excessive whining to stop? I'm trying impulse control and puzzles and thresholds, but ah. Okay, stop the puzzle shit. I'm not. I'm not against. I'm not against puzzles. Sounds like you are. No, I'm not against puzzles. But you're anything that can actually increase arousal in your dog. It's funny how the puzzle people promote how this can get rid of anxiety and stress. If you really think about it. Because they promote the puzzles with like a lot of times while you're gone and all these brain games. I'm not against these brain games, but you need to teach your dog how to do lots of nothing. Like right now, our dogs are just lying down doing nothing. I'm not against chew toys. Our dogs don't have chew toys. If you want to have chew toys, that's fine. But how about this concept? Just lie down and exist and watch the world go by without a peep. So the first thing you would try to stop whining is you're not going to tire your dog out from whining. You're not going to tire the brain out from out, from, from out whining. You're going to correct the whining. So an e-collar, um, a shock collar, it, you have to figure out the level. It might be a low level. It might be a higher level. It might be a nick. It might be continuous. It's fishing. It's not one of these things like teaching it down where we can give you a one, two, three protocol this is like variable you're going to be going up and down to figure it out a bonker which is wrapped up towel it's a punitive based protocol that you have to do so we don't remember the key the key word there was how do i stop how do i stop so when i use the word punishment it's not abuse anyone that says it's abuse is just not all there um they're not really thinking rationally and they're thinking emotionally um it's just the opposite of a reward that's it that's it. That's the, that is the actual technical term is punishment. Next. <clears throat> Obviously, the e-collar 504 bark collar helped me. Awesome. Yep. Um, King talks such shit. Okay, that explains why he is more focused on me after it. After the puzzles. Mm. Mm. Yeah, well, he's probably looking for you to either more do... More food or more interaction. Right, exa- exactly. Exactly. Which is, which is, again, I'm not against them. I'm not I'm not against them. Keep, keep doing it. But I'm saying... People are using them to solve usually problems. Mm-hmm. Like you need to tire your dog out mentally and physically. I'm a huge advocate of sport, of trick training, which by the way, we're coming out with a video on that. Joel will talk about that. Um, I'm a huge advocate of exercise. 
like walk, run, biking, chuck it, flirt pole, big advocate of all different, you know, dog sports. But I'm a huge advocate of also teaching my dog how to do nothing, which is important. Next. King Tuck said, I agree. Love it. Okay, thanks. Good. Thanks for, thanks for being on. Thanks for being on the, uh, on the Instagram. So, you know, we try to, my morning show, maybe I should, maybe I should start doing my morning show on uh, Instagram as well. So if you have a chance, listen to this morning's uh, morning show. Wake the fuck up with Jeff. It's available on YouTube and Facebook and, uh, and on Rumble. A lot of people, a lot of people are, are uh, been messaging me on how insightful that was. They've never heard me talk so insightfully. And um, it's not about dogs, actually. I get into the whole, because I have a different theme for every show. So um, I get pretty deep into some stuff. Um, I mean, I could have gone deeper, but people would think, like, this is too much. This is too much. So I did surface-level deepness. Um, but it was interesting. It was a good show. I really enjoyed uh, this morning's show. Next. Melissa said, your courses have made such a huge impact on our lives and training with my dogs. That's awesome. So, number one, this is what I like to tell people about our courses that are having success with them. We made the courses. Like, we're, we're in the process of, of making um, a couple more right now. We make it one time. Put it out there. Yeah. You do add a lot of, so if you buy our courses, you do, you'll add some stuff. Like, we have a content creation course. Oh, my gosh. I need, I literally need to do that this week. I have a lot of stuff I need to add. I'm so sorry. Excuse me. Oh. He got so excited when he started talking about how good the course is. Arms up. Arms up. So, so uh, I need mouth to mouth. Oh, my God. Um, Wesley? <laughs> Maybe um, mouth to mouth. So, Juwan's adding, like, a bunch of new, like, information there. So, once you buy the course, like, we add to it. But we only make the course once. So once people have success, if people are having success with these courses, what that means is you're doing a lot of great work. Yeah. You are. Like, you're watching it. You're, you're doing it. it. You're yeah. just putting the work You're following in. through. So, so they number they, but they are good courses. Yeah. But what makes them really good is people are having huge success with them that are doing the work. That's what's really good about them. Because there are courses out there, no matter what you do, you don't get results. You don't get results. So uh, kudos to you. Kudos to you. Next. Let's see. Sam White. Oh, hey, Sam. Hey, Sam. Hey, guys. My parents got an eight-week-old chocolate lab. I brought Sasha over there last week. She was whining, per usual. Last night, my dad called me and said, Sasha passed the whining off to their puppy. And thanks a lot. We can't stand it. How do you deal with this shit? Um, that's that cocker spaniel man. She's yeah, like, tell she's them hardcore whiner. Tell them that this is a good lesson, okay? In um, the dog was probably gonna whine at some point anyway. Yeah. All right. So that's like saying the dog hasn't gone to the bathroom in the house yet, and then next week the dog goes to the bathroom in the house and blaming it on like some other dog. So in order to stop the whining. You can use a squirt bottle. You can use a bonker, believe it or not. Now, you don't use it the way I would use it to rehab aggression, but you can use it. And you always say no first. Remember, before any punisher, the word no, because what you're really trying to do is teach the dog the word no. Next. 
Brad says, hey, Jeff and Joelle. Hey, Brad. Hey, Brad. How are you? Kylie, your exist theory has helped so much with my training methods. I watched a reel from you that said practice existence before acceptance, and that has changed the game for our overstimulated reactive dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's funny because this is what's really funny. A lot of things I've been talking about over the years, I used to be attacked for, mocked for, made fun of. Like people literally would make videos making fun of me. I mean, I get a lot of hate videos made of me, but people would make videos making fun of me. The place command was one. Mm -hmm. Existence is another. And it's funny how when people actually do the work, they realize the power of it. They realize the power of it. I got a ton of hate on bonkers from many trainers. Ironically, those same trainers were using bonkers, but also now are using bonkers. And they realized that how effective it was. And this is the one thing about someone like myself who doesn't conform to the mob, nor do we bend to the mob. And I stick to it. And this is what that's really, that doesn't mean I'm not open to new information. I mean, I don't read, I don't listen to so many podcasts to not learn something. Mm. I do it to learn as much as possible. But when it comes to dog training, it's, I'm a family pet dog trainer. It's pretty simple stuff. It's not like you need a ton of new information once you have figured it out. When you have five ways to stop whining, when you have a lot of ways to rehab aggression, when you have got numerous ways to train every obedience command, you really don't need a lot more information. Mm -hmm. You really don't. So, next. Let's see. King Talk says, What's your intake on littermate syndrome? Is it a thing or is it just lack of direction? I think it's uh, okay. Is it a thing? Well, uh, it's it's definitely said enough, Mm -hmm. right? It's said enough. It's repeated enough. It's written down. People have done stories on it, blog posts on it, um, probably chapters and books on it. I believe firmly, though, I believe firmly, though, that it's manifested through human contribution, that you can stop it cold. You can stop it cold. Just don't let it happen. And that's through independent training, working on duration away from each other, working dogs separate. I think any two dogs that spend that amount of time together can get attached. And if you've got two or three or four dogs, you take one to the vet, like the other dogs might freak out. If you take one dog outside to swim, the other one's inside whining. Like, what's that called? Is that littermate syndrome? They're not even freaking from the same litter. They're not even the same breed of dog. So what are we going to call that? So you can, you can, with direction, as well as dog training, as well as learning how to stop unwanted behaviors, littermate syndrome would be a thing of the past. True that. Next. Let's 
see Sarah. How do I bonk my dog when she's on the other side of the room? Do I need a long stick? LOL. I'm serious. No. I can't reach her when she starts barking. And by the time I'm within reach, she stops. That's the great thing about punishment, but also about rewards. Well, you can release the bonker. Right. You throw the bonker. You walk up to them but, and do it. But, you just but throw it. Let me keep going, though. Anybody that clicker trains knows that you can mark the behavior that you want with a clicker and you have some time to do your food reward. The dog puts the pieces together. When your dog knows what no means, say the dog is at the front window barking and you say no, this is another good reason why e-cowers are so awesome because then you can be instant. But when your dog says no, and then you go walk up to your dog, chase your dog around the damn house if you have to, and bonk. And you can release the bonker, like Joel said. You can throw it at the dog. But if your aim sucks, practice. But if it sucks, just say no. Get closer to the dog. It's the no that's important. It's the marker word that's important. Next. Brett says, hey, all, we have a 15-month-old Australian shepherd who is very reactive around other dogs. Zero aggression, mm -hmm. just wants to play. Yeah. He barks and pulls, especially if other dogs are barking at him. Any tips? Yeah, I, got, I, got, I actually have no tips. Full rehab training that you can do by yourself. So, Brett, if you go to Solid Canine Academy, Solid Canine Academy, I'll get you right there now, Joel. I have the link to right here. Okay. So people can see it. Okay. So you want to give them a tour? Sure. Or you can because you're controlling okay. it. If you if you go to Solid Canine Academy, and can you see this? There we go. Yep. Okay, great. How come it's not showing up on? Because I have it all the way over here. Oh, I see. I see. So if you go to Sally Canine Academy, and if you go to Courses and Services, and you go to List All Courses, right there at the top, it says Chaos to Control. Chaos to Control. That is a five-day leash reactivity course that we are doing in September 5th starting live unedited you'll learn how to do it if you don't want to wait till then we've got two other existing leash reactivity courses right there the reason why i'm sending you there instead of just walking you through it because it's much easier to do that to show you the courses but we're really good at stopping leash reactivity. So it is leash reactivity, and we show you step-by-step step on how to stop it, and then also how to get a better walk. All right, next. Let's see. Obviously, Green Graduate is two for two with me. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't dream of having two dogs in my room sleeping while I watch this. It's a pretty cool concept mm -hmm. once you get there. Once you get there. Such a good course, too. It's a really good concept. Um, I'm pretty amazed by that's probably our, I mean, we sold thousands of green graduates mm -hmm. around the world. And the feedback is just amazing. Next. Um, Jess says, What to do when a dog won't stop jumping and biting at me and others? Okay. <clears throat> you apply a punisher. Who said that? Jess. Jess. So, hey, Jess. So you apply a punisher. So it is, I can, you can stop that quicker than you can teach a reliable sit. It takes about three seconds to stop. I have a free video on 
our YouTube account. In the YouTube account, go to Solid Canine Training in YouTube. In our search box, so not the main search box, but our search box, how to stop jumping. There's a video on how to stop jumping. It's step-by-step. Step. It shows you the intensity. It's harsh. But your dog will stop jumping. And your dog will stop biting at, while it's jumping. So today is Monday. If you watch that course, not a course, watch that video tonight, and you tune in on Wednesday, you should say you've eliminated it. Or and if you didn't, film yourself doing it. I'll tell you what you need to improve on. So I don't, I don't like to say you did it wrong, but you did it wrong. Because this has worked for us 100% of the time with thousands of dogs. They stop jumping. I actually demonstrated, I did seminars for nine years at every seminar, at every seminar. We get the feedback we get is incredible. It's like, yeah, my dog stopped jumping. Meanwhile, there's so much bad advice out there on jumping. Turn your back, ignore the dog, do this, redirect, blah, 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 blah. It's all just bullshit. It's all just bullshit. Next. See, Brad said I used an empty soda pop box and tossed it on the top of my board and trains crate three times in the winding stop. My only regret is I didn't do it sooner. Yeah, yeah. Dogs don't like, it's like, it's it's funny because it's just, it's just more about the startle effect. Like everybody thinks that like you're doing the bonker to hurt the dog or something, like you're hitting the dog. Like when I bonk a Rottweiler, a pit bull, a shepherd, a freaking bulldog, do you really think a cotton towel is causing any pain whatsoever? No. No. Almost all dogs. No. It's the surprise. It's the surprise. Also, dogs don't like shit thrown at them. And you will say no beforehand. You're just All you're doing is you're teaching your dog an inhibitor. People have to understand that. I think there's a lot of folks out there that just have never been taught how to effectively tell their dogs no. I think that's what it really boils down to. Yeah. I think, I think if they, they say no to their dogs, they scream at their dogs, uh -huh. but they have not effectively trained, trained, meaning long lasting, train their dogs how not to do something. Yes. I can't tell, like, the amount of people I see screaming, no, yeah. no. The dog has no fucking clue what you're saying to them. You're raising your voice. You think that's a punishment, but it's not. Right. The dog also has no idea what no means because you've never given that word. You shouldn't have to scream. You shouldn't have to scream at all. I know, but I see it every day. I know, but you can whisper it technically. With friends, with family, their dogs are going ape shit. No, no, down, yep, yep. stop jumping. Don't. It's like, oh my God, you realize you could stop this in literally one second and you don't have to raise your voice. You don't have to get frustrated. Yeah. That's just not how I want my relationship with my dog to look. No. It's just, it's the need to be that way. You can actually just say no. Your dog should stop. Yeah. Once it's once it knows the value of no. Yeah. Everybody on Instagram talking about the controversy controversy going on within the community. We don't ever discuss like other dog trainers, so we're gonna have to just skip those. That's not what our podcast is for. Yeah, um, we, don't talk, we never talk about other dog trainers. Yeah, we'll talk about we just don't. We'll talk about methodology and um, philosophy. Yeah. But I never like in literally. I'm the most attacked dog trainer out there. Maybe not anymore. Um, but we, I don't comment on that. It's unprofessional. 
It's highly unprofessional. We'll just put it at this. Anyone out there who speaks the truth and is showing their work is going to get shit talked about. They're going to get a lot of shit right. thrown at them. Right. And if it has to do anything with like rehabbing aggression, mm-hmm. anybody that has not actually successfully rehabbed true aggression, guess what? It's harsh. It's, yeah. It's very harsh. And anybody that says that it's not is full of shit. The dog wasn't aggressive then. But when you have a dog that wants to hurt you, in order to rehab that dog, step one is extremely harsh. And I think people have to understand, um, people have got to understand that there's so much more involved than step one. Step one is quick and effective, but it is harsh. And it needs to be. The dog can and most likely will die if you do not fix it. A human will get hurt. A child will get hurt. Your do- another dog could be killed or get hurt. So in order to do it effectively, like we do it all the time. I walk people through it. Step by step. We talk all about the time. it and we show it, and that is why yeah. we get the wrath of hell brought upon yeah. us sometimes. All the time. All the but time. We never would ever lie to our clients or yeah. not be transparent. Yeah. That's why we get amazing clients. Yep. We're so aligned on every level. Yeah. Yeah. Um, refined canine, do you have a minimum number of weeks you require for board and trains, yep. or do you base it on the issue situation dog? No, we do four week minimum. Yeah. Four-week minimum. And, 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 like, how do we know the difference between four and six-week? Experience. Experience. And we don't actually see the dogs first. I just talk to the owners. I'm like, because I know how because I know how long a lot of this stuff takes to either train or stop. And a lot of times, once you start, like, okay, a good example is that dog, Cora, we have right now. Yeah. Aggressive has bitten a ton of people. Mm-hmm. And it's not fear aggression. I mean, she charges at people. Chases them yeah, down. Fear aggression is another word that is overused and rarely ever. So anyway, there. we get through that, and it was, it was like one correction for her growling and stuff. Mm-hmm. And now that we're getting her out in public, we're demanding more of her. You're seeing a very nervous dog underneath all that. Yeah. So it's like okay, we stopped the biting, quote unquote, but now she needs confidence. She needs to learn how to cope. She needs that public access training. She needs mm-hmm. exposure. Like that's the stuff that takes time. Mm-hmm. Now she needs to want to not want to bite. Right. But the first time, but when you stop it, you go hard and heavy, but that's just me saying hard and heavy is so misinterpreted, but it's like, really, I'd like to meet other dog trainers who truly, truly stop true aggression. And if they were being honest, they'd let, they'd let you know. And people are such pussies, though, because if they think, like, being forceful with a dog is abusive, you don't know what abuse is. You don't know what abuse is. And this dog, Cora specifically, if... She'll be killed. If she doesn't get her shit together... She's dead. Her owners are going to put her They're down. They're going to put her down. She's dead. She should be a dead dog. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people have got to really understand the importance of effective aggression rehab. And if they think that it's pretty... It's like, it's not pretty at all. It's a big difference between that and teaching everything else for your dog. Next. Brittany said, each course is money well spent. I continue to get more courses, not because it's not working, but because I enjoy the information from you both. With each course, it clicks more and more for me. Thank you. Awesome. Good for you on your continuing education. Um, 
not Connor's train says, I run with our Great Dane with only the e-collar and a heel. Mm. Yesterday, a poodle got loose and ran up behind him. When the other dog was about four feet away, he broke from his heel and lunged at the poodle. What mm. are your thoughts here? Um, I mean, obviously, we don't want that to happen. Um, I'm not surprised. Um, you can prove that by having... Do replicate. So, what, what this is what we would do. So, if your dog came to us and you can do this yourself, you need to find friends with other dogs and have them on leash, though, and have them run behind you with their dogs. And you're and you're with your um dog running. And if your dog turns its head, use your remote collar to stop it from turning its head. Now, the downfall is there's a difference between this, though, and like, well, let's say if a dog was running up to attack. That's a different story. So if my dog was bitten, I'd let my dog defend itself and I would join in because I, I feel that it's your obligation to do that. Um, you could have removed that little dog from the picture with your foot, um, you know, stop running and let that dog know that they can't be following you. Um, and it doesn't make a difference if it's friendly or not. Yeah. It's a little dog following you. You've got a big dog. It's a safety issue. It's a safety issue. And also, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen. Next. Um, Melissa says, sorry, hit send before I finish typing. Forever thankful, so much so that I'm helping train other people's dogs now. We're located in Australia, so struggling to get prong collars. Mm -hmm. Just wondering what size I could use on a two-kilogram dog, if at all, thinking the micro for e-collar training. You can do 1.75, and on the e-collar, you can put it on the back of the neck. You can put it around their waist. Um, and obviously, you start it all out with all reward-based training, and then you can work towards that. Yeah, yeah Australia is... Um, They've got different parts of Australia has got different laws. It, it'll, they'll make a universal ban pretty soon. But um, but there's there's different, you know, the southern part than the eastern part. Um, middle of Australia, I don't think they care what you do. Um, <laughs> there. Um, it's a lawless you, land. You got the balls to go to the middle of Australia, then it's like, you know, you can do whatever you want. Um, next. Real Life Dog Training says, yes, Jeff, thanks for meeting with us last week. We ask clients all the time, how does your dog know the word no? Basic commands have physical follow-through, so why should no be any different? Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. It's so, But it's so funny how it's like... No is this. I'm, no. But I'm, I'm so amazed how, how people feel that you could raise an animal. Not any animal. A predator. A, a apex predator. Right. An apex predator. And only train it what you want, but not train it what you don't want. I mean... Even chickens have a pecking order. Oh, yeah. Our chickens are little biatches, too, yes. by the way. I think we have another hen going broody now, too. Really? Could not get her ass off the nest today. Fucking... And then they get mean with each other. Yep. Yeah, chickens can be nasty. Um, it's sort of like with Angelo. Like, of course, I he's homeschooled, and of course, I teach him all, you know, what's correct not just on an education level, but on a, you know, human level. But I also have to teach him things that are wrong. Rarely do I have to stop him from doing something that's wrong because he really does anything wrong, but I still have to educate him about, like, you shouldn't be doing this, you shouldn't be doing this. Next. 
Lynn says, why does my dog do well meeting people and other dogs? And then five minutes later gets grouchy, barks, and aggressive. Is she senile? No, she's probably not. Well, she might have a, I mean, worse, yeah, she, sure. She could have a brain tumor, you know, but it could just be that, like, your dog is good for five minutes and that's it. Or it also could be that the other people put too much pressure spatial pressure on your dog mm -hmm. like your dog will say hi but maybe they don't want to be pet for a long time or maybe they don't want someone so close to them for a long time um so what i would do is i would you could actually make it so your dog just doesn't go up to people it's not the worst thing in the world i mean you can totally rehab it but that's pretty ex extensive um but you can also just train your dog not to go up to people not go, not go up to dogs next um, Brad says, I have a German Shepherd boarding train here on week three. For days, I struggled to get the e-collar on. Then I bonked him. He sits while I put it on now. Good I hesitated to use the bonker at first, but it works beautifully. Oh, and the dog loves me still. So, Go figure. So who said that? That's Brad. So Brad, a couple of things. Total transparency. Because you've been on the show before. Why were you afraid to use the bonker? And the second thing is, do you really think the dog loves you? Or the dog respects you and believes you. So you're the trainer. So it's not your dog. So we don't need dogs to love us. We need them to listen and respect us. So, but why were you afraid to use the bonker? You've been on my show for a long time. You know how effective I've said they are. What made you hesitate? And what kind of dog is it? Does he say? German Shepherd. It's a German Shepherd too, Brad. Be honest. What's your feelings here? What was it? What was it? I already think I know the answer, but what was it? Next. Connie says, absolutely. People yell all the time. I live in a town with a bunch of dumb dog owners. Well, it's not that they're... See, this is the thing. It's not that they're dumb. They're just not... They're misinformed. <laughs> they're not educated. So, so misinformed. They're misinformed. A lot of people just are... are they're just misinformed. They, they, don't, they don't have the right... And they don't know what they don't know. They don't it's, know it could be so much better. It's like you ask people like this. They just is, think it's because everyone else's dogs behave that way. They're like, this is normal. So it's it's like any if this is how people just also don't know how to like ask questions and be inquisitive. Like I hear from a lot of people like I don't like Jeff Gelman. And I'm like, oh, that's fine. I don't need people to really like me. That's fine. I don't really care. Your your opinion of me is not a reflection of who I am. I've been saying that for years. And, but I always tell people, and a lot of people stand up for me. And I'm like, you know what? Next time someone says that to you, make them, make them think. Ask them, what don't you like? And they'll say, um, I don't like how we train dogs. Say, okay, what part of that don't you like? Because he uses reward-based training. So you don't like how he... Reward-based trains dogs. Mm. He'd stay like literally standard reward-based positive reinforcement training. So you don't like that? Oh no, no, that's fine. I don't like how he stops. Uh, how he uses the bonker. Okay, when does he use the bonker? Like literally, keep asking question after question after question after question after question to get down to the root of it. Yeah. And if someone says, "Well, I don't like his personality," what's his? What are, what are, what are his personality traits? Yeah, a lot of people think you're um Cocky. like arrogant. Yeah, so I, I'm just confident. But then other people see you as confident, right? So it's just I think it's more of perception, their internal shit going well, on. Well, also the How stuff they that they're it. struggling with, right? Yeah. Right. It's other. It's usually female based, and they're struggling with 
another male in their life. And if it's male-based, they're probably struggling with their own insecurities. So, but it's like, you got to break it down. Like literally break it down to the lowest common denominator so you can actually get to the truth. And you'll find out that people don't actually have the truth. A good example is like when people say they don't like Trump and I'm not going to get into politics on the show, but why? Just mentioning his name is getting into politics. But why? Because he doesn't like illegal immigrants. And I'm like, how do you know? Because he wants to put up a wall. Okay. And then if you ask them, do you feel, if you, then you break it down, do you feel that the country's safety and security is important? Yes or no? Like, we'll literally like, break it down, like re- reword it and rephrase it and get people to start thinking. Mm-hmm. Because like, as of 2024, we need visas now. It's easy to get. But the point is, you need a visa to go to Europe. Before you only needed a passport. So I've been to Russia before. I had to get a visa. And that was a very, that was a lengthier process when I went to Russia. But, but you need a visa now. Like most, most countries take their, their borders very seriously. Mm-hmm. You can't just like walk in. Like right now, if anybody listens to, watches the Nomad Capitalist, if you're ever thinking about like moving to another country, the Nomad Capitalist is good. But like we've looked at moving to other countries and like staying for like half the year in other countries. Like you need to invest huge amounts of money in these countries. Huge amounts. Like two hundred fifty thousand to half a million to even a million dollars to get a permanent residency there. Right. So I mean, it's like no country is like even the immigration to the United States is as easy as that legally. Illegally, it's incredible. So you gotta break it all down. You gotta break it all down. Next. Um, King Tuxa, thanks so much for the direct advice. I unfortunately have to go, but I'll tune in again next time. Awesome. Much love. Awesome. Let's see. Mark said, people today get triggered at everything. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. People, people, and I, and, I'm, and, and I don't know if they're getting triggered because they think it's fashionable. Like, are you just triggered because everybody's triggered? <laughs> like, seriously, are you just triggered because that's the thing to do? It could be. Oh, because, or, or, or do, you, do you actually have enough intellect to be rational with irrational people? You know who's great at that is Vivek Ramaswamy, who's running for president. He's really, really good. If you've not listened to a podcast or a, or, or, or a news a news thing or, a, or an interview with him, you can learn so much from him, how he handles tough questions. All right. Back to dog training. Damn. Save it for your morning yep. show. Uh, two dogs and a dude. That's Billy, right? He says, yep. I talk about you. I see so many trainers on social media and you guys are the only ones who show the messy middle and you get dog saving results, period. Yeah. Isn't that the, well, that's the job. So what are you saying, Billy, is we do, we do our job. Thank you. Uh, Brett said, thank you for not adding to the drama, but man, is it annoying. I don't even know what you're talking about. In the dog world. You have to tell me afterwards. Um, Billy also said, when my dogs get rowdy, all I have to do say in a mad voice is, have you lost your fucking mind? And they both run to the same crate. <laughs> Vader and, and George. Billy's so harmless, too. I know. Have it's you like, lost your I can hear him saying it. <laughs> Obviously, uh, you both Billy, I'd be like, Billy, come on. What did you do? Not, you didn't eat lunch, buddy? Come on. Are you cranky? You hangry? Next. Avi said, you are both badasses in my book. Oh, well, thank you, Avi. 
Uh, Morgan says dog growls and snaps when I close the crate, but does not do it at my boyfriend. Yep. Would a prong or e-collar correction work or private consult needed? You could do a private consult because I'm going to tell you how to do it step by step. In fact, I had a private consult with a dog trainer whose dog was coming in and did the exact same thing. And what I told her to do, she wrote me this email that was very lengthy saying, holy shit, I did exactly what you told me to do. What you said was going to happen, happened. And I totally fixed it. So do a private counsel because there's probably a lot of other stuff that boils down to, who said that? Um, do you remember? Anyway. Morgan. So Morgan. Bottom line is your dog feels like it can get away with it with you and feels that it cannot get away with it with your boyfriend. If it's not a male, female thing, it's not a size or weight thing. Yeah. It's a believability thing. Your dog believes that like, I put it this way. My son is 10 and he can handle dogs. People are afraid of because he thinks he can. Next. Let's see. Brad says, no, it's not love. It's respect. Wrong choice of words. I'm not sure why I hesitated. Second guessing if it was the proper use, maybe. Second guessing my ability to, I mm, suppose. Mm. Good for you. You know what the cool thing about that is, Brad? Let's say it didn't work. And you're like, you know what? Maybe it's me. Let me try that again. And you tried it again. Yeah. That's the great thing about boarding trains is you, you, can, you can take your time to troubleshoot things. Mm -hmm. And, um, but kudos to you though, for getting past that and doing it. By the way, bonking, I, I, I don't know of a situation, I've been bonking for years. I bonked a lot of dogs. Um, there was only one time, it was a seminar in Long Island and that it, it didn't have the results that I wanted it to, but that was, my error was actually my error. It was a huge 120-pound dog. It's not like any damage happened, but I mean, like, it just didn't work the way I wanted it to. Other than that, it's tried and true. Next. Let's see. Elise says, what age does littermate syndrome become a concern? I don't know because I don't believe in it. I'll tell you this. When we did those two golden doodle puppies, we had we raised them. At like They came in in what, eight, eight weeks? weeks? We did raise them, yes. But yeah, we had them for six months. We had them for a long time. We literally raised those puppies. If you don't know what you're doing, it can manifest instantly. Like one we'd take out for potty, the other one would be losing its shit because her sister wasn't there. Right. If you don't know how to stop that immediately, like then we can, do. Then you can call a litter mate. And it's going to become a huge problem. Right. Now it's going to become anytime that puppy's out of its, out of its sight, one's going to go nuts, vice versa. You could say, oh, that when they play, one was always humping the other one. We know how to stop that instantly. Oh, that was dominating the other one. That's litter mate syndrome. Mm. Like, it could manifest in so many yeah. ways, but like if you know how to address it, yeah. then it's fine. It's right. a non-issue. Right. So then what did we do? We kenneled them so that they couldn't see each other. They right. spent they got individual training sessions, they got training sessions together. Like you have to know right. how to work with two dogs. Why are you taking this? Because I need me? I'm gonna use it. Oh. Why am I taking my lip check? My what do you call this? Lip why am I taking No, it's my... like my little my Because you don't have a toothpick to fiddle with. Whatever. Yeah, I need like one of those fidget things. Um, Mark says they make, for, they, make for, they make those for children. 
for all that you do helped a lot been following and supporting for the last four years when i got my siberian husky pup nice. and been consistent for four years always get compliments awesome yeah. all thanks to you both love y'all awesome. oh thank you good for you good for, good you. for you proud of you hard work Denise says, for my dogs, when they get rowdy in the house, I say, all right, that's it. And they scatter and instant calm reigns. Yeah. It's enough here. Mom's talking. Enough. Yeah, we that's have... it was always my mom's thing. She'd yeah. say that to us. She had nine kids. <laughs> that's it. We'd all be like, oh, shit. <laughs> scatter. <laughs> Everybody run. Literally. I can just imagine. That's Actually, it. no, I can't if imagine you heard that all of it, you. Shit was getting real. Right. Yeah, that's like the mom. Did you have a thing your dad like you knew there was something going down if your dad said something? Um, no, it was just more his demeanor. Oh, or um, wait till your father gets home. <laughs> He'd be like, shit. <laughs> uh, a crew says I'm so ready for September 5th because my two year old pit bull is still very reactive on the walks. Yeah, we'll help you. No yeah. worries. Uh, chaos to calm if you guys don't know. It is going to be our first ever live virtual leash reactivity. Leash reactivity. We've done live. We've done live before. Yeah, this is the first one on leash reactivity, and we're showing it all. Yeah, and if you go to the website Solid Canine Academy, click on the um, courses. The course courses. Click on Chaos to Calm Control Control, and then click on the like to purchase it. You can see the dogs that we're using. We're using two dogs. Yeah, they're wild. They're out of control. And they're miniature schnauzers. Um, and they're out of control. They're out of control. Mm-hmm. Yep. Abdiel said, looking forward to your upcoming class. Woo, woo. Looking forward to having you there. And there's Q&A, too. Just mm-hmm. Q&A. Yep. Let's see. And you see the owner drive up with them. Like, that's the start of the class. Yeah, we're showing everything. Yeah. And it's only 147 bucks. Steel. Like literally, you'll have steel. the best walks of your life. Fucking steal. Fucking steal, and you get the recordings forever. Yep. yep. Uh, love to train. Says I've been getting so many compliments on my pop. Kids run by. They stayed in a down. I was working in my yard in Downstay. Neighbor came over, worried my dog got out. Nope, just finished green to graduate. Wow. <laughs> love to train. That's how. That's how rumble. That's amazing. So kudos to you. Love so in that. order to get, in order to get a dog to hold a downstay outside, just with natural distractions, let alone kids running by, that's huge. Such a good. That means you have put in work. That means you have put in work. Good for you. That's yeah. impressive. Good for you. And this is what this is what is so impressive. There's people that can't even do a downstay inside. A reliable down. They go to these six-week, eight-week indoor mm-hmm. dog training classes that are a fucking shit show. Now, there's some good ones out there. You know, there's, there's always good ones out there. There are good rescues. There are good shelters. There are good, like, dog parks out there. But but the norm, though, on a lot of this stuff is not good. Your dog can't even do a reliable downstay in the middle of the room with dogs walking around it. You know that when we do one day seminars you should put that up put it up sometime this week maybe find a one day seminar this is a one day seminar there's a dog like every dog does this by the way this at the seminar they'll do a down stay and everybody everybody and their dog walks around it and people that audit it that don't bring their dogs are yelling and screaming and clapping and the dog doesn't move this is in in a one day seminar i miss those seminars good training should be mind blowing 
effective. Who would come to Florida if we started running one-day workshops again? We can go back on the road if you want to. I don't know about that. I don't like the RV life. You don't? I would fly. You fly. Who would come to Florida for a one-day workshop? A- Angela and I will Angela and I will take the RV. All right. We'll meet and you I'll there. meet you there. Yeah. I know. I kind of do miss seminars a yeah, lot. seminars are great. Yeah. They're very rewarding. So many dogs helped. Yep. Yeah. We can always we can always start them again. Abdul says we I start, would. We can start them within driving distance of us. That I would totally do. Start with just a Florida. Twenty twenty four. Want to? We could even start. What is it? What are we in August? Yeah. October. Once it cools down here, November, December, January, February, all the winter months. It's a great time to come to Florida. Okay. Let's see. Abby says I would. Steel City says count me in. Look at that. Well, we had. I used to do twenty. Let's do it. I used to do twenty six a year. Like we had thousands of people yeah, come to them. We did them just in the winter months: October, November, December, January, February. We, do a, we can do a cross country one. We can do like six of them. Yeah, you can. You hate. And the whole in the southeast. Yep. Mississippi. We can. We go up to the Carolinas. We've never done Mississippi. That's because. I've never been to Mississippi you in haven't? my life, I don't think. Yeah, we've driven through on the way to New Orleans. Oh, yeah, maybe I've just driven through it. Yeah, yeah. Next. We should do it. Um, let's see. Life as you know it says, hey, everyone. Hey, hey. The problem is you have to find hosts that have got balls that won't bend to the mob. So many people would like, you know, bend to the mob because people would send the companies hate because they're hosting us, which is just so stupid. Mm. Next. Let's see. Um, Billy says, I have litter mate syndrome with George. Of course oh you, God, Billy. you do. You, you do, Billy. You do. You uh, do. Cheryl says, hey, you've been, you've, been, you've, been marking, you've been marking on the couch lately, too, Billy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Avi says, I would. Yeah. Rebecca said, loved your seminars. Yeah. Rebecca. Don't worry. I love all your online courses, too, she says. But, Rebecca, weren't they great? Weren't they fun? Jay Bones says, new business, uh, buy a piece of land where we can park our RVs, <laughs> right? We, we thought about it. We thought about it. And then we do the RV seminar. Well, well, you know why we thought about it? You know why, you know why we thought about it? Because they charge $125 a night in our, in our like, literally within, you know, a mile of us for a piece of, for your spot, a piece of cement, and you get, obviously... Sewage, power, um, water, um, one twenty-five a night, and it's the size of a parking, like just a parking spot. Abdul said, "How about creating a VIP masterclass? I feel like an in-person training is where I'm at. I need the moment corrections, like my pup needs them. We do, we do the mastermind. Yeah, this would be different. We should just do a weekend one. Yeah, just make a weekend one. But the, if you our seminars, our weekend seminars, we do." coach you yeah everybody has their oh you're oh you're doing oh you're doing it and we're saying we're in the hot seat or like don't do that do that don't do that i don't know and i don't know any of these dogs yeah and i'm like all right bring your dog up let's go yeah mountain dog ncs that come to the north carolina mountains you're welcome oh my god i love the north carolina mountains Yeah. yeah maybe we should start doing them again I miss them so much. I know. All right. Something to think about. 
Dan LaFoodie, how do you limit barking but still allow some barking when alerting us that someone is in the driveway? Yeah. I like that my dog can alert, but sometimes it gets a bit excessive. Right. So it's the excessive part that you can stop. With a remote collar, is going to be your easiest. No, correct. I don't mind one or two barks, but no one correct. And there's also other ways to know that someone's in your driveway. They make great, you know, laser and light and when it's crossed. It makes a chime sound in your house. Next. Um, let's see. Constance, what's considered driving distance? Jacksonville? Oh, yeah. oh Florida. For me? For me? Yeah, it's across the country. Across the country. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is, I feel like if we did them in Florida, we know we have Ashley's place. She would never cave. That's, that's true but it's like once we start branching out too far and then people are get kind of weird about it like oh but what if we get flack because jeff is here right. or whatever it's so incredible it's so incredible that i'm still such a bad guy yeah it's just so it's just so funny meanwhile saving all these dogs yeah it's just so funny but if there's anybody out there with a set of balls the one came to the mob wants to host us we need an indoor location just the elements. Next. Um, J-Bone, what about water and electric? Yeah, because sewage is the expensive part. Running water and running electric, you just put that right in a trench, cover it back up. Simple to do. Simple to do. And as far as sewage for a weekend, if you're filling up your fucking black tank, man, you better watch your diet. Yeah. The place we just camped at this past weekend in New Hampshire. Yeah. They had all those little, like, tiny houses, which are basically RVs. If they, right. They literally had the trailer hitch on them still. Right. They just did like those underground. Yeah, the what I looked, what I yeah, talked like about. A, yeah, a, a yeah. Container for they're, it, they're 550 gallon. Yeah, they just come black, in and pump them out. Black tanks, yes. Yeah. They used to, they used to, that's what I was talking about when I was going to turn my RV into an Airbnb. Yeah. And they have them in a construction site Works too. Fine. Construction trailers, yep. Jessica says, you say no every time you use the remote on obedience when the correction stage, or you just hit the button? You say no. Context though. For obedience, we say no. For obedience, we don't want your obedience right. becoming hot, right? right. So if you tell your dog down, right, and it doesn't down, and then you just correct them, right? What did you just create? Down equals consequence. Yeah, you always want your no, no. to have yeah. the consequence, right. right? But when it comes to like counter surfing, getting in the trash, stuff yes, like that, it doesn't matter. But for your obedience, yeah. you don't want to butcher your obedience that yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. Mountain Dogs, North Carolina said, "We had you set to come May of 2023. Please rebook us. We are ready." I know. I retired. I was burnt out. I was burnt out. Mm -hmm. It was a lot. But now we're down here. Been down here for over a year. The itch is coming back. You I mean, like Tom Brady, like coming out of retirement twice. Yeah, just don't be, don't be like Giselle, please. <laughs> All right, don't be like Giselle. You'll be, you'll be dating Angelo's <laughs> jujitsu instructor. Okay. Oh my yeah. god. Yep. Um, I, I, I will say seminars bring joy to my heart. It's definitely your element. Yeah. They bring joy, they bring joy to my heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They really do. Because you can help people right then and there. Yeah. Yeah. Next. Avi said, I may never leave. <laughs> yeah. Comes to Florida and stays. I think we, you're from New Jersey. We'd kick you out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Billy said, oh my God, Vader has this thing now. He won't let George finish peeing before he marks. Where George pee now? He just pees on George while George <laughs> is peeing. 
Yikes. I'm sure George deserves it from all the shit that George maybe did in his past life. Jay Bone said, I could bring a bunch of people. Woohoo. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hey, it's, okay, but listen, if we do Ashley's place in Florida, it's you, an can, okay, it's you, can, you can definitely park your RV there. We've had people come in RVs yeah. and they just stay there, park their RV. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe we should just do one in Ashley's and give it a shot. This winter, I think like November, December would be really good. Okay. The weather's perfect here. All right. And it gives everyone a, a reason to come to Florida. Three months. Three months notice, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They were always good. They were always part of her place, too. Mm -hmm. I love Ashley. Yep. Let's see. Kira says, five years after seminar, my dog is still a different and way better dog. Of course. Seminar changed my life on the spot. Yep. It's so funny because when I talk about that, I mention that people are like, bullshit. I'm like, okay. Rebecca said, yes, I went to three, changed my life, and they were also wow. a blast. Oh, Rebecca. They were fun. Lots of laughs. I did them for nine fucking years. Yeah. Nine years. Ah, loved it. <laughs> I loved it. Let's see. Kira says, best money we ever spent. Yeah. Tatum, I have a deaf puppy that I'll be getting ready to e-collar train here shortly. Nice. Can I use Vibrate to get her attention for a command and to mark a correction, or is there something better to differentiate? So be careful. Vibrate might be too much. Mm -hmm. It actually might be too much. It's actually too strong. So you can do, like, a double tap on the remote. You, you can come up with something. You can come up with something. And there's a way to get start eye contact. What you need the dog to do is to look at you. Like, that's going to be the number one goal, which you, you already said attention. Because once the dog's looking at you, he'll teach you hand signs. So try vibrate. Try, try a little tap. You know, food reward for looking at you. Next. Um, J-Bone, how many seconds do you wait between the no and the actual correction? I think I'm worried I might be correcting too quickly for breaking known commands. Um, no. There's something called the latency period, which is the time between the no and the actual consequence. Same with other between the between the marker for the reward and the actual, you know, reward. So the latency period. The studies have gone up to thirty minutes on a correction. Um, but you know, if you said you know three seconds, you'd be fine. You can do it at two seconds. You can do it at one second. Yeah. But what you don't, what you don't, what you want to try not to do is do no, like correct and say your no at the exact same time. Next. Avi said, I'll come to you for a one-day, one-on-one seminar this fall. All right. Yeah, we do that too, guys. People mm -hmm. drive from all over to come do, like, one-on-ones with us and stuff. Yep. Florida's great, just saying. Yeah, we have a dog coming in from California in September mm -hmm. for boarding train. Kim did. Kim drove from Virginia for us. He spent, what, a two-hour session with us. Yep. And look how good Thumper's doing now. Yep, he's doing great. Big difference. We should we could start hosting VIP like coaching here, like if you're a dog trainer, up and coming dog trainer, Just one person at a time. We could do like VIP weekends with them, yeah. Literally, we have houses to put you in and everything. But we are going to be starting soon. Don't have exact dates yet, but if you are a newer dog trainer or you're a dog trainer who's thinking about just getting better, expanding, um we're starting a coaching program. Mm -hmm. It's going to be virtual. Mm -hmm. It's going to be eight to 12 weeks. Mm -hmm. it's, um, 
It's still like under blueprint right now. Under construction. Between me, Tony's going to be involved, our IT guy. So me, Jeff, and Tony. And uh, it's going to be the real deal. Mm. You'll probably get access to like our entire library of courses mm. along with our video calls with us every single week. There's going to be um, a syllabus. There's going to be homework. Mm. It's going to be like a lot of fun. A lot of a lot yeah. of ground to cover. And it's going to be in the four figures. Yeah. Next. Let's see. Jeannie, how do I measure my dog for a prong collar? I purchased one, but it's too large. Oh, okay. So if it's too large, Jeannie, is it bigger than a 3.0? Because you don't need bigger than a 3.0. But if it's a 3.0 and it's just too long, you can take those links out. Those links come out. Each individual link. Next. Mallory, I'm still trying to learn how to correct when there is no loading, when my dog sees a dog around the corner and is immediately at 100 and will go through level 140, two set at 70, up to 100 each. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But, you know, there are dogs who have extreme drive. But also, Mallory, correct for other things that is going on, like in and around the house that are not as distracting. Mm-hmm. There might be some stuff you're Old missing. Yeah, there's a lot of things that people missed on the inside of their house. Yeah. Jeannie said, I've taken prongs out already. I oh. realize smaller is better. Yeah. Well, 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 it depends. I mean, for penises, maybe not. But, but... God, I knew you were going to say that. I literally knew you were going to say that. Huh. <laughs> we're, we're connected like that. Okay. Um, but you're such an idiot. It's. <laughs> Great. Thanks. Thanks for coming, idiot, on fucking worldwide podcasting. Um, it, it's, it could be, it's going to have to get that right fit. Sometimes dogs are in between sizes. Next. That's a 701. Anyway. Oh, shit. 701. Got through all. all right. Well, everybody, thank you so much. Go to Solid Canine Academy. You might see a seminar up there soon. <laughs> you are pushing us. Uh, pushing us. Yeah. Well, first of all, you got to get in touch with Ashley. Make sure. Oh, so you've already you already decided where it's at. <laughs> I think that'll be our first one. Yeah, it makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. She has a location. Yeah. Everybody have a fantastic night. We love you all. Everyone's doing great out there. And uh... good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. <laughs>